Welcome back. I'm Ian Masters, and this is Background Briefing, available 24-7 at backgroundbriefing.org. And joining us now, Jacob Halbrun, who is the editor of The National Interest, a non-resident senior fellow at the Atlantic Council's Eurasia Center, a columnist for The Spectator, and the author of They Knew They Were Right, The Rise of the Neocons. Previously, he was an editorial writer for The Los Angeles Times, a senior editor at The New Republic, and he has an article at The National Interest, Hunter Biden's Revenge, he could become the hero that saves Joe Biden. And his latest book available at Amazon now is America Last, The Right's Century-Long Romance with Foreign Dictators. Welcome to Background Briefing, Jacob Halbrun. Thank you, Ian. Well, thanks for joining us. And it looks like Hunter Biden, through his lawyer, Abby Lowell, is trying to turn the tables on this cretin, this absolutely moronic guy that is the chair of the House uh, Oversight and Accountability Committee, uh, Coma, who's one of a whole crop of, of really stupid people that have uh, that many of whom Trump has brought into politics like uh, Tommy Tuberville in the Senate. Um, and he keeps promising uh, the smoking gun and it never delivers. Uh, so they called his bluff, and, and Abby Lowell wrote to Coma saying, Mr. Chairman, we take you up on your offer. Accordingly, our client will get right to it by agreeing to answer any pertinent and relevant question you or your colleagues might have. But rather than subscribing to your cloaked, one-sided process, he will appear at a public oversight and accountability committee hearing. A public proceeding would prevent selective leaks, manipulated transcripts, doctored exhibits, and one-sided press statements, all of which has been the M.O. of Comus. So what's the next step, uh, Jacob? I think that uh, Hunter Biden and is getting good legal advice now, and it was extremely shrewd of him to agree to testify, because this is the last thing that Comar and his comrades ever expected. Biden needs to go on the offense when he appears before the House Oversight Committee and make it clear that this is a witch hunt. I even advocated that he pursue a somewhat Trumpian offensive and put his persecutors on the defensive and note that they have, not, they have not produced a scintilla of evidence that he has engaged in any kind of financial chicanery or linking his father to what they call, quote, an abuse of power. So I think this plays perfectly into Hunter Biden's hands. But the committee's already subpoenaed Hunter Biden to appear on December the 13th, and they've also subpoenaed Biden's brother, James Biden, to appear for an interview on uh, December the 6th. So if he doesn't show, will he be in contempt of Congress? Yes. We know from the Trump administration that you can, in fact, sometimes successfully defy a subpoena from the Congress. And I expect that they were reckoning that Hunter Biden would pursue this strategy of arguing that his father was president and that he couldn't reveal anything that might impinge upon the powers of the executive branch. As you put it correctly, I think he, he's called their bluff, or if you wish, turn the tables on the Republicans. 
Hunter Biden has been suppressed by the White House until now by Joe Biden's advisors. The policy that they have pursued is to try and avoid any publicity about Hunter Biden. That has ceded the field to his Republican tormentors and allowed them to depict Joe Biden as heading a crime family in in an attempt to whitewash and relativize Trump's manifest and manifold crimes. This cannot be allowed to go on. Hunter Biden must go on the offensive. The best defense is a good offense in this case. But Comer has said, quote, Hunter Biden is trying to play by his own rules instead of following the rules required of everyone else. That won't stand with House Republicans. Now, in response, Jamie Raskin, who's the committee's top Democrat, has said, let me get this straight. After wailing and moaning for 10 months about Hunter Biden and alluding to some vast unproven family conspiracy, after sending Hunter Biden a subpoena to appear and testify, Chairman Comer and the Oversight Republicans now reject this offer to appear before the full committee and the eyes of the world and to answer any questions that they pose. So that's <laughs> that sums it up, no doubt. But again... What's what happens then if Coma, whose bluff has been called, then insists that you got to follow our rules, and then they subpoena, they've already subpoenaed, and then they try to issue a contempt citation uh, against Hunter Biden. He would then argue that yeah, I'll show up, but only in public, and and will that neutralize Coma? I think it does because. Look, this is, in, in a sense, a hall of mirrors. It's not that Comer is engaged in some impartial investigation in which he's trying to ferret out the truth. He's already revealed his conclusions in this long, lengthy document that his committee already released, claiming an abuse of power by Joe Biden. They're not trying to find out the facts. They're trying to demonize him and pillory him and... They have not, but they haven't produced, as you said, not a smoking gun, not even a whiff of anything. And if these fools are so foolish as to turn down Biden's willingness to testify publicly, that just redounds to Hunter Biden's benefit. It's exactly as Raskin put it. How can they fear the limelight when they've been screaming for months that Hunter Biden is trying to avoid a public accounting of his activities. Well, it's not as if Hunter Biden has a great case. I mean, it's always sort of been a little unseemly, hasn't it been, you know, to to be the son of the vice president and making deals with the shady people in uh, Ukraine, which is which was just, a, you know, awash with corruption and all kinds of bottom-feeding American buccaneers were over there trying to get it, make a quick buck. It's not to mention the another fool, <laughs> Trump's lawyer, Rudy Giuliani, getting involved with some really shady people as well, both of whom are actually uh, now testifying against Rudy for the bogus documents that they produced uh, that ended up causing the first impeachment of Trump. So let's talk a little bit, uh, Jacob, about about what the case he would be defending uh, before 
the committee, assuming that the, it it becomes a public hearing. The case against Hunter Biden in this in this instance is almost ancillary to what they're to what actually occurred. Because Hunter Biden, yes, no one is going to defend what he did, which was murky. Whether it crossed the line into illegality is has not been proven, either in the case of the sweeping claims made that he earned tens or hundreds of millions from China, that he was engaged in widespread corruption in Ukraine. My own view is that Hunter Biden was in over his head, and if Joe Biden is guilty of anything. It is not restraining his son. But the Republicans are not interested in Hunter Biden per se. The mission is to, is to crucify him to show that Joe Biden was acting in cahoots with Hunter Biden in Ukraine and that the real criminal was not Donald Trump for his activities in trying to pressure Zelensky and engaging in business activities in Russia. But instead, Joe Biden is a criminal mastermind who is operating, who's using his son as a pawn. Now, if you have a penchant for wild conspiracy theories, then you'll believe this. But again, the Republicans have not managed to produce any evidence showing that either Joe Biden or Hunter Biden was engaged in anything even resembling criminality. But what about James Biden? Is he going to show up on the, on a week from now, a little over a week from now, on, on uh, December the 6th? I, you know, I can't answer that. Only he could. I hope he does. And but they'll be I behind closed doors, and they can manipulate the transcripts, and uh, et cetera, et cetera. So... You think he will show up and, and by, I, according I, to I, Comer's I rules? I don't know. But, you know, the thing is that Comer's own incompetence periodically redounds upon him. Yeah, uh, exactly. And his wild claims have boomeranged. So I don't think his committee has been particularly effective. And, in fact, Republicans were talking earlier about removing him as the head of the committee because they're so disappointed with its lackluster results. Well, as I mentioned earlier, you know he's in that category with Clay Higgins, the moron from Louisiana, who uh, talked about ghost buses to to the head of the FBI, and blamed uh, F- ghost buses full of FBI provocateurs for January the sixth. And then you've got Tommy Tuberville and Comer is definitely in that category, which is surprising. I wish they could do IQ tests of the Congress, and I think the American public would be alarmed that uh, the kind of quality of the, a lot of the people that are particularly on the Republican side. But um, what about the, uh, I mean, the Biden White House kept on the Republican uh, U.S. attorney for Delaware who was investigating Hunter Biden. They did that like being good guys. And of course, they got rewarded by the fact that the the case that was finally brought against Hunter Biden was essentially a diversion where he got a slap on the wrist because there was no, there was no there there. But then the Republicans went crazy over that, and now they've forced a new uh, trial. And, of course, the judge also uh, t- uh, turned it down. So where does, that, wh- where does that one stand? 
in terms of a, a, a real legal case against uh, Hunter Biden as opposed to this kangaroo court in the House? Well, it depends on how far the judge wants to go. I mean, Hunter Biden was probably made a mistake to turn down the agreement, though the, the judge scotched it as well. I think there he's in somewhat murky waters. On the other hand, for the Republicans, it's a tough sell since it revolves around gun ownership, something that they've said every red-blooded American should be entitled to own his own gun. And Hunter Biden's violations were fairly picayune. So, right. Smoking a we'll joint have... and owning a gun is a no-no, right? Right. Um, so but the Supreme Court's I, that, about that to hear... Is, that that also gonna... has nothing to do with Joe Biden, so it's not sure. particularly uh, useful for them as a political cudgel. But the Supreme Court's about to hear a case where this unbelievable criminal who was shooting up police cars and all over... Um, uh, Texas, his case is before the Supreme Court, where the right-wing justices are probably going to rule in the favor of this spousal abuser and serial gunslinger who is being, was prevented from owning, who had his firearms taken away because of a restraining order from his girlfriend who was terrorized by him. And they're likely to rule in favor of, of spousal abuse, meaning that anybody who wants to beat up or murder their wife should be entitled to have a firearm. I guess that's a, 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 a digression, but it just shows you how, how, how much on shaky ground is their case against Hunter Biden. Well, they're grasping at straws to try and uh, indict and convict him if, if anything possible. Partly, well, largely, not partly, because they want to relativize Trump's misdeeds. They want to paint everyone with the same brush or even argue that Trump is an innocent, while the Bidens are, in fact, the true malefactors. So at the end of the day, it's, it's all about protecting Trump, right? And this is what the House of Representatives under Republican control has devolved into, the Trump legal protection arm, uh, including, of course, the new House Speaker, who uh, tried to uh, help Trump stop the steel uh, lie, uh, which has now become a core belief amongst Republicans. And he just visited Trump at Mar-a-Lago on bended knee. To a large extent, the... House Republicans take their marching orders from Trump himself. And that is one of the reasons why you have such chaos in the House. Uh, the Ukraine funding bill has been stymied because of Trump. Because of because of Putin, Jacob. Putin gives Trump orders. Trump is his loyal retainer. Well, well that's, you don't have to get, answer uh, that. But. The, the sources of Trump's pecu peculiar views on Russia, he clearly has some kind of a fealty to, to Putin and wants to hand over Ukraine to Russia as part of its legitimate sphere of influence. 
all of this actually, the whole Hunter Biden saga goes back to Ukraine because it's an attempt to whitewash Trump's own misdeeds in Ukraine, which resulted in his impeachment trial, his first impeachment. Exactly. Well, I thank you for joining us, uh, Jacob, and we'll stay in touch on this story to see what happens um, now that Hunter Biden has called the House Republicans bluff. Thank you, Ian. And again, I've been speaking with Jacob Halbrun, who is the editor of The National Interest and a non-resident senior fellow at the Atlantic Council's Eurasia Center and a columnist at The Spectator and the author of They Knew They Were Right, The Rise of the Neocons. Previously, he was an editorial writer for the Los Angeles Times, a senior editor at The New Republic, and he has an article at The National Interest, Hunter Biden's Revenge, He Could Become the Hero That Saves Joe Biden. And his new book available at Amazon is America Last, the right century-long romance with foreign dictators.